I don't know if it's enough to tape up the room again, though. If you drink that, you'll be fucking yelling your child's name and what you do and various things that we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> I mean, this is this is just gonna have the. Uh, at the beginning of the episode where it's us talking but it's the intro and you can't hear what we're saying and then it's just me holding up this bottle we'll just we're just holding up booze if it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone why must you be so stupid these guys would be doing life without parole hey everybody we're back from prison why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior it's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moscahanna Monsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. I mean, because the flashlight being for- on on your phone is the new toilet paper stuck on your foot. You can't get it to shut off? No, it's just it turns on randomly. It happens to old people all the time. Like I'll see people like te- like someone like my dad. He would walk around all day with his flashlight on and not realize. What are you realize. saying? What are you saying? You're having a baby and you're getting old. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. You're not even thirty and you're leaving your flashlight on on your phone. <laughs> I mean, I'm just aging at a lightning speed right now, and I feel like I'm getting younger. It's great. <laughs> I mean, you're still just a single guy. And, you know, I mean, you're married, but I mean, you're single as in you don't you don't need to mature at all. Now, oh. I, 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 I every action I had this a little bit. I was talking to my buddy, Tony, who you've talked to before. Oh, I love Tony. Tony, we need to get him on and beat him to senseless on this show. <laughs> I think I mean, he was on one of the Zoom episodes. And yeah, just... no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Copy. But he uh... delete. I was talking to him about this because he he recently just went through through some things and I was like now you're back to <laughs> some things. <laughs> I was like you're kind of like back to how we were like when we graduated high school and me and him would just like do the most dumb things. We're like now looking back I'm like I don't know how we didn't die like die or end up in jail. It was just because we were just a couple like wild single ladies on the town. No responsibilities. None. And I didn't have to answer to any, I mean, maybe my parents, but it's still like they had no, they, my mom's still trying to convince me she knew everything I was up to. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now that no, I'm telling you what I did. And she's like, you never did that. Like, no, I did. You're, While you were asleep, actually. Yes, oh. <laughs> several times. So you're just choosing to. Okay, but um, my little Joshua would never. Hey, Sandy, he did. I mean, Go this on. is that's just the the. Pa- I don't want to be one of those parents that's like my daughter would never lie to me. Like, yeah, she will. She. <laughs> She's going to lie to you the first time she wants something, and that's the manipulation process. And just oh, be, yeah. be the cool dad. Be the cool dad. I'll be the cool dad. Be like, listen, I know about the beer under the bed. I'm like, my, my mom was trying to convince me that I didn't drink until after I was 21. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought for sure you found my stash under my bed, but okay. Oh, my dad, like, oh, dad, absolutely. Like the first time I ever did any drugs or anything was of a legal age not or yeah no actually not no <laughs> or the first time you when you took me out for my birthday when i was 21 this is the first time i've had out by the time i was 21 i was on the backside of drying out from so many drugs and alcohol because my oh, mom died when i was 15 and it didn't go well i just got 
I, I did stupid shit. So from 15 and a half to, by the time I got to 21, I was almost like, thank God. Thank God. But, I mean, I'm like, not... like to, to finish my story, like the, the, what I was talking to Tony about, I was like that freedom. I will never know that freedom again. Like even when I met Laura and I started dating her nine years ago, I was like, I had this thought in my head where I was like, well, now when I hang out with Tony, I have to say no to some things because like I have somebody that I'm living for, like somebody that like, if I do something stupid, it's going to affect her. And I have done two people. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to do that to her. But when it was just me, I was like, we'll see what ha- we might die, but let's see what happens. But like now I'm well, like, oh, about, Tony, gee. Was gone. Tony was gone. Though. Tony, and it happens to all of us. He had a girlfriend that pulled him away. <laughs> I don't know if he wants himself there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give two shits, Tony. We've all been through it. We talked about that at length. That was the one part of that foggy extra episode that it's like, oh my God, you're not alone. You're you're not alone. If anybody wants to hear that extra episode, Patreon isn't even going to cut it. If you want to donate a healthy amount of money. And by healthy, we mean 50 grand. Okay. I mean, if that's your number to put that episode out there, because I mean, it's going to have to be 50 grand or enough cushion so that we're able to live off of, because whatever we're doing. One million dollars. I didn't, I don't know if, I mean, who's going to pay that? Ernie Bach Jr.? Well, (laughs) well, if you want to see it, one million per host. You, me, Mike. I mean, I I, I say we go, we go with the, oh, here's shoe. We go with the, uh, the 50 grand because that's doable and we'll watch it with you. We will watch the episode with you. We'll have a few drinks and (laughs) have a cookout and we'll put that episode We'll, we're not going to put it out there. That episode no. will never see the light of day. No. But we will watch it with you in an undisclosed location. And Fifty grand is not enough. Fifty grand is not going to get us through a good weekend. Yeah, because that could that could end your business. And oh I mean... God, I said things. Wow. <laughs> Hi, Mike Shu. Hey, what's Shoe. going on? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You okay. sound amazing. Can you can you hear this? That sounds like my whole week, and yeah. especially today. Jesus it sounds like gosh. your whole life. Oh, you know what's man. amazing? If if you're watching this and you look at the background that Josh has there, it looks it looks pretty nice. It's well put together. <laughs> you know, it's it's everything's balanced. But he sent a picture. Can you put that picture up and show people what that studio <laughs> studio actually looks like? Is there yes. any any way you can do that? I mean, it's just this the magic of television. Right. Yeah. It's, it's show business. That's what it's about. And this isn't even show business. It's a fucking podcast. Right. But it's, I just, when you sent that picture, I just laughed my ass off. Cause that's what like every single, except for Joe Rogan's place, of course, but like every single like zoom thing you watch anything on YouTube and someone's got this cool background, everything else is just fucking shit. It's like the, the TV studios that like, you you see and you think it's like huge and then you go to the studio and you're like right. oh it's a closet yeah it's with a green <laughs> there's screen. a reason i put this up because you don't want to know the mess behind right it. yeah <laughs> it's fun there's a cat back there killing another cat my wife's running around screaming or it might just be a garbage can <laughs> i've right, got some pictures i'm going to share with you mike josh and i probably a couple weeks ago i might have had a late night session conversation he was fucking polluted and I've got some pictures of him on the floor with the breaking the ice going in the background. Wow. And the next morning, he's like, 
I don't even fucking remember that. I'm like, well, you know, it is COVID. Oh, no. We we do get that way. Yeah. Thanks for not including me in that. Yeah, no, I don't think there are times. There no, are I mean, times I'm serious. We, Thanks. Thank, no, no, thank I know. You. I know. Yeah. There are times we That's reach out and other times we're like, Mike would not care. No. No, it's, I mean, a a lot of that stuff is just by accident. I don't want to answer the phone, but you keep calling and then I answer. And fucking blame me, you fucking whore. Stop it. (laughs) You're just an easy out. Hey, you know what we haven't talked about at all, Mike? Talk about how the fucking new radio gig's going. We're a year out from WAF going off the air, but you've been on, you've been on Mike FM, Mike, Mike FM. You've been on the. I just went back to 93. I remember correctly, Mike didn't have a DJ, right? They didn't have any DJs, right? Oh, hold on. Good station, though. Mike was a good station back in the day. I might as well just. Here's the room. Yeah, there there is the. Wow. (laughs) That is the Breaking the Ice headquarters. Right there. Welcome to Breaking the Ice headquarters. (laughs) With target lamps and everything. It's just, you know. Our high tech facility provides you with the quality entertainment you need. (laughs) And I painted the part of the room no one sees. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It smells new in here, though. Look at that. That's that's just. (laughs) The crazy thing is, that's going to be the baby's new room. So he's slowly boxing himself out. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to put, uh, oh, you know, it's blue. Right. Is it a boy? Actually, it goes on blue. It dries gray. So, oh, yeah. Oh. But the, uh, it oh, also, there was it. more sound that now that I'm looking at this picture, it does look stupid that there's only soundproofing right here. There was a oh, lot so more dumb. that I took. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just like you just put the soundproofing up just to look cool, not to actually work. <laughs> I yeah, like, I, I like the hidden bar you got back here with the Crown Royal and the cleaning product. Oh, oh God. I know, mean, back there. I was found, and that was. Let's, let's let's talk about that. When Josh, you said we could talk about this. He got he got kind of bagged the other night. He might have been uh, he might have been a little a uh, couple two tree over the limit, and uh, he woke up his pregnant wife. And this goes back to what you were oh, talking about, oh, Mike, because you're asking her, has she gotten to that point, right? Yeah. And he. I, I learned what, what, what you were talking about, and it was. It was maybe one in the morning. I was finishing painting, and then I wanted to do like the the trim in in this room, and I. Drunk. Well, oh, when shit. when I I'm I'm more I feel I feel like I'm more productive when I'm drinking, and <laughs> don't you should never paint. Like not paint paint like Van Gogh painting. You should never paint your house when you're drunk. Oh, well, I like, painted several rooms like that. It's just like tweeting and going to court. <laughs> Just don't get drunk. Uh, he he no, texted me the next morning. And Josh, you can tell the story. But the next morning, he texted me. And we usually joke. We're like, there was a robbery. Someone stole all our booze. He said, there was a robbery. And and I fucked up. And I'm, yeah, always so, uh, his, I'm always giving him shit and saying he's whipped and he's not. But I'm just doing it. And I'm like, uh-oh, what happened? Yeah, so when, there, when, when you hear me or Isaiah, for everyone listening, saying there was a robbery or the police were called because there was a break-in, that just means someone came and drank all our beer. I and, bought 12 beers and they're gone, officer. But <laughs> I, 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 I had no intentions of getting drunk. I was just drinking as I was painting, but painting took a while, so I drank more. And then um, our- You were drinking Crown Royal. Yeah, and the and it's vanilla too. I I accidentally bought vanilla and it's delicious. And <laughs> yeah, and um my uh, our our fellow radio former radio friend Corinne called me and we were talking about some stuff and then I just I was drinking as 
we were talking and apparently I got drunk, not even noticing. And I woke my wife up walking next door. I don't know if I tripped over something or what, but she woke up screaming at me. And I was like, me and her have never had an argument in our nine year relationship. She's never yelled at me and she was screaming at me (laughs) and I was so confused and I had borrowed her phone charger while she was sleeping. So I, I must've like my phone died or something while I was talking to Corinne, went in there, got her phone charger, came back into this room and plugged it in. And then she was like, and where's my phone charger? And I was like, oh, did I take it? And then, so I was, my computer charger was in the other room, this thing, which looks a little bit like a phone charger. And I was like, it's right here. And she was like, that's your computer charger. And five, that's what it looks. (laughs) Oh, and 2005 I, iPhone charger right there. Yeah. Right. And then my only memory is her yelling, don't you even dare try plugging that phone into that. And I was like, it'll work. Oh, <laughs> and it was just, oh, and I, I woke up. The other place. Huh? She went across to the other place and said, what? Oh yeah. She, she walked across the hall to the other apartment, which has been my work area. And she, she was like, what do you even do over here? And she saw the Crown Royal and she was like, is this yours? And I was like, yeah, I bought it yesterday. I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. And then she was just, <laughs> she was so pissed. And then I woke up and I was like, yeah, I fucked up. I was, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I was a little drunk and I used the phone charger, but I don't know if I deserved that much of a screaming. <laughs> and she was asleep. She was. I woke her out of a dead sleep. And she's growing your child. And she's very pregnant. She's about to hit her third trimester. So, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I do know what it's like to be drunk and wake up a pregnant woman. It's not fun. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. The littlest, (laughs) tiniest thing, you know, it's just, it'll just, and then they'll collect over time. When you said, oh, we've been together nine years. We've never had a fight. I'm thinking, oh boy, you like (laughs) turned on a faucet. (laughs) Pouring out. Luckily, you got that faucet closed before the water got too hot. The levees you know, broke. Gonna There's going to time where she's going to empty out the bag of things she's been putting aside. Oh no! Oh, that that happened too. That happened too because she she was like, "Do you just come over here and fucking drink and not do podcast shit and voice work?" And I was yes. like, "No, I do. No, you're not helping." And I was like, "Yes, I do." And then she she said something like. She started bringing up like other prod, like a TV show I had with the Bruins alumni that was going to be on Nesson and that got all screwed up. And she's like, and that was a failure. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't get it on the first try. Oh, wow. You tap, you tap the keg. Oh man. My radio career was brought up and I was like, no way. What'd she say? She was just like, how's that going? I was like, I don't, wow. Is that the boot from what beer fest? The fuck is that Mike? This is what I drink. After uh, <laughs> das boot. With it, fucking talk to Josh's wife. <laughs> What's in that? What beer? That's uh five. Oh yeah. Oh god. Five uh Modelo Negras. What are they? Are we gonna That's have to my, bleep that out? I love uh no Ooh. negra. Oh. How are those? Black. They're delicious after work. And there's five of them in that fucking Das Boot. Look at that. 
It's like watching a panda slide down a hill. I mean, I feel like we have Foster Brooks on the show right now. When that child comes and you're not sleeping, you're both getting maybe an hour sleep a night. You just better get out of the way now while she's pregnant. It's good for the baby. It's good to hear the baby to hear you fighting. So they'll get he or she will get to it. Really? Because she's like, oh, that's mom. She'd be like three. Oh, that's mom and dad fighting again. That's okay. I heard that my whole nine months I was inside of her. Yeah, and that's wild but that they get used to their the, surroundings because it's the lack like of sleep is gonna just enrage both of you. You're both gonna be ticking time bombs if you don't get it all out in the open before the baby comes. Oh, all right. It's like Guantanamo style torture lack of sleep. Okay. <laughs> it's like constantly blaring Metallica 24 hours a day and not letting you sleep in a small cell kind of no. Wow, I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing the scene in fucking a Clockwork Orange where they pry the fucking eyes open. No, that's that's later. That's later <laughs> when when the hormone, like when puberty kicks in. That's oh yes. Well, happen. you're there. Your daughter's what? 17 now? 18? 16. 16. So how's that? How's Don't that? She's she's okay. She's all right. <laughs> Everything's fine. Lies. Now, now I see I see that you're drinking five out of a boot and I'm that's probably gonna be me too at some point. Um and like wasn't that you last night or something? Didn't right. It was three nights ago, but it wasn't at it, I wasn't classy about it like you. I, I'm not drinking to get drunk. Okay. I'm just having I'm a, not drinking to get drunk either. I'm hey, just, Mike's drinking to forget. <laughs> I mean, it's just a nice cushion of being like, you're like, I, I keep, I'm just so worried that I'm like, I, I know people say that like it, as soon as the baby's born, like it kicks in and like, you know how to be a parent or whatever. No, you don't. Who said that? <laughs> Everybody, everyone's like, oh, you'll know what to do. Never you had a baby. Somebody who's never had a child said that to you. Because I'm like, I, I'm so afraid of being a bad parent. And everyone keeps being yes. like, as soon as it's born, you'll know exactly you know, what Josh, to do. You'll be fine. You know what? And I've never, ever said this to you or about you or anything, but that's healthy. Okay? Yep. I'm so afraid of being a bad parent, that's healthy. You got to watch out for the fucks who are like, I'm going to be the best parent ever. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to plan that out. And she's going to play soccer and go to UConn and blah, 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 blah. You know, meanwhile, you were over here going, oh, my God, I hope I, I hope the kid lives past the first month. <laughs> that's what I get. That, that's why what? I said I'm going to stop drinking at no. the end of February because I'm like, I don't I don't want my child to right. see me with like a beer or like stumbling around for yeah. like at least the first few years. That but, helps. That helps. A couple of weeks. You know I'm going to say I'm making the first couple the Palladium one night, shit drunk and stoned off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> And we had this rocking chair in the, and she was like, I don't know, like 10 months, I think. And we had this rocking chair that my mother gave me that she would rock me and feed me in. So the chair had this really special meaning. It's a beautiful, like Amish, you know, made rock. Oh, chair. you fucked this up. I can I smell fucking, it. I, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like two in the morning and that's usually when she gets up you know, to, to, for a feeding. So I go in, I, I think I warmed up the bottle. <laughs> I go upstairs. I plop down in that chair with her. Like she was a doll. 
you know, and like, just like, you know, <laughs> share. And I start feeding her and she's sitting there and she's, she's drinking the formula and I'm looking at her and I'm like, I'm fucked up. Oh boy. This can't happen. And then it's all started there. I'm a terrible father. I'm a horrible human being. I'm feeding my child and I'm fucking wasted off my ass and stuff. So <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah. And that, that, that totally like switched, you know, that, that part on for me saying, okay, well, I, I can't, I can't be like drunken stoned all the time anymore. Yeah. Something well, the, might happen. You the know? reason I gave myself that deadline was because I was like a, a few months ago, um, my cat scratched Laura and it was like a deep cut and like, Oh, I remember women, that. Yeah. Pregnant women can't be around like, um, cat litter or like cat feces because it's right. poisonous yeah. and can cause a miscarriage. And so I've been so paranoid about like scooping the litter box, like double what I used to. And so she she got scratched and I was like, we might have to go to the emergency room. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm shit faced though. You got to oh, drive. And I was like, my God, the whole way there, I was like, shock I, your yeah, I was like, I can't be doing like if I, I would never forgive myself if I was hammered in the middle of the night and she's like, my water broke. And I'm like, well, you got to drive yourself. I'm like, right, that's, yeah, that is not happening. Yeah. I'm going to call you an Uber. That'll never. Yeah. Right. Come off your record. <laughs> a good, a five-star Uber driver will have a speculum and forceps and all the tools they need to, to birth a child back there, and candy bars and two different phone chargers and some, you know, bottles of water. Yeah. There's some water know. in the center console too. Well, yeah, you can charge your phone while she's having the baby. Do you That's guys want good. me to play your pregnancy playlist in here, or have some here? You can have some Oreos. I'll. Uh, I've got the blanket down. Everything's good. That will That's be five your room. last day on Earth if you do that. Yeah. So I just what that that ride there. I was just so not embarrassed, but I was just like, who the fuck am I that like my wife is driving herself to to urgent care while I'm in the passenger seat? Like obviously I wasn't planning on her. If if she wasn't pregnant, I would just be like, yeah, go wash it off. But I was just so freaked out, like, oh my god, the baby. That I was just like, I, I am not even having a beer from like February until long, like, I don't want to be. Hold on, it's February now. No, the end of February. Oh, sorry. You got to give us dates. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. All right. I was confused. I'm going to check the calendar because the last I checked, it's February now. I, I told I told my wife I was gonna stop somewhere between my mom and dad's birthday. My dad's birthday is February third. My mom's February twenty seventh. So somewhere in between that window. And I haven't drank since the other night when she had the when I woke her up. But I just it's been one of the worst weeks ever. And today was an awful day. And I feel like I'm gonna kill someone. And I'm still debating whether or not to open my last cold snap. Do it. Do it. No, no, Josh. You know what? Now is the time to to practice discipline. Now. Is, is the not just to ramp up i'm not saying like cut off cold turkey but now's the time to look at that beer and say you know do i really need this what if something happens to laura because it's just going to get you in trouble yeah hold on i'm gonna oh, go get a drink God. i'll be right back hmm. that looks so delicious i mean It'll this is good, Josh. open one oh yeah you're not oh that looks so look how big that fucker is oh i bet it's nice and chilled too is yeah, that cold, cold beer it's cold it looks heavy it is heavy. It's a very thick glass. I don't know if you can. No, I meant the beer, like oh, a heavy, no, like a you know Guinness. What? No, it's it's a dark lager, so it's not like a Guinness. And Guinness actually isn't that heavy. I mean, if you got like an old Rasputin or 
or uh, you know something from or uh, like Guinness in Ireland, like you've had. That's that's the best because they have guys from the brewery who walk around to every bar to make sure it's served at the correct temperature. Really, the lines are clean because when you get a Guinness, you can tell when that bar's lines are not clean because it's got a vinegary taste to it. See, I can't Guinness, tell the difference. <laughs> see, Guinness shouldn't have a vinegary taste to it. Guinness should just flow into your mouth and massage your tongue like thousands of tiny naked penthouse pets. So restaurants and bars in Ireland have, is that their version of like keeping up with health codes? They got to keep up with their Guinness codes. You can't, you don't, (laughs) you don't fuck with Guinness in Ireland. We went over there and I remember people were asking for black and tans or uh, some of them called them black velvets where you pour half Guinness and then you fill up the rest of the pint with a cider. Um, There were bartenders who were just like, irate about that they were like i'm not doing that to a guinness get the oh fuck God. out of here they were totally like i don't want to even fucking americans you guys are fucking really wow. as some some bartenders would because you know they don't give a fuck you know because they just want to you know well i don't want to say they want to they just want to get tips but you don't tip in ireland it's weird you can't you can't you have to tip at the end of the night and you got to make sure that bartender gets the money because if you leave something on the bar someone's just going to take it Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> they don't tip like after every round like we do here. You know, you got to like go right up to them personally and give them say, "Hey, you were great, great service tonight." Here you go. Because so someone if, if you're not tipping as you go, then how do you keep the bartender's attention? You just keep you, drinking. And you keep like, drinking. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess. I- <laughs> I'm take I'm taking your advice, Mike. I'm just gonna take it slow, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wean back my drinking. Mm. You be our tall boy. Is that cold? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, that, that's the, oh, the case. Oh, I'm, I'm, drinking, I'm, I'm drinking a blue moon, but it's in a, I, oh, dude, there's a bar in town. Yeah, it's a blue moon, light sky, citrus wheat, some shit tastes fucking like, tastes like oranges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, got that cardamom orange taste. It's, I've never seen a blue moon tall boy before. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, everyone's making these cans because I think when, when truly came out, this is the fucking hand grabbing. Oh, is that one of the small tall boys, like the skinny yep. tall boys? Yep. Oh, okay. I, it looks exactly I like a McUltra. Like you're fucking doing. I should dump six of these in a vat and just fucking gobble it down. <laughs> uh, Josh, right. you're going to be fine. Open that beer. Yeah. Just have one. Oh, wait. Now, see that, that sounds, that's, uh... It sounds like it makes it sounds sense, ridiculous, it doesn't it? It does. You know why? Because it is. It is okay. It's because ridiculous. Why just have one thing. beer? One. Well, no. Good luck with just the tip, right? Has that ever worked? <laughs> I'm isolating just, that. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> we'll talk about the rest. You know. That's the promo for the show. My question is, I'll give you a better one. My question is, what about just the tip? <laughs> no, the no the promo for the show is Mike Shoe saying she was about ten months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I was totally shit faced, and now I'm drinking five beers out of a fucking glass boot. <laughs> now I know in 2020, ev- like alcoholism, drug use, the uh, the uh, fucking through the uh, roof. Yeah, it. It's just skyrocketed for everybody. And I was like, that's not happening to me. And then (laughs) me and uh, my wife went to a restaurant, a rare restaurant visit this year. And a table got up 
And this guy, this fucking guy got up and still had half a beer sitting there when they were leaving. And I was like, who just leaves half a beer? Like, I, I got wow. angry about it. And I was like, why is that? Maybe he didn't like it. Sometimes people order something to try it, and then they're just kind of like, Ugh. hold your and breath and finish it. One. Wow. <laughs> Do you know how much beer I've drank where I'm like, oh, this is skunked. Why didn't you go over there and finish it? <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> I'm not judging. Did you Apparently, go to, uh, where'd you guys Shana go? Harvey always tells me about one night we went out. Bob, remember Bob Hanna from AAF? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, Bobber. Um, so Bob had a date, and he called me up because she was bringing some girls with her. And he's like, can you come with me? I'm, you know, I just <laughs> there, and all her friends are there. You know, at least I'll have someone to talk to. I'm like, okay. And then, like, Kevin Barbary called me, and, and he was like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm going out. I'm Bob Hanna's wingman. He's like, oh, can I come? I'm like, yeah, you're the best wingman ever. You got a million voices. You just break out your fucking James Mason. Oh, hello, I'm James Mason. And they're all, oh. um, I got so drunk, apparently. We ended the night at the Leitrim over here in uh in Worcester. And I don't even remember this. This is how drunk I was. I must have I was this, I think this might have been the last time I was blackout drunk. I was finishing drinks at the bar. Oh closing time. Oh, Kevin man. called me the next day. He said, I'm just checking on you. You okay? I was like, yeah. He goes, because you one, when I dropped you off, you fell up your steps. <laughs> <laughs> and two, you know, you were finishing drinks at the bar last night. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, other people's drinks. I was like, oh, really? It was <laughs> oh. time. And they were bringing stuff from the tables to the bar. And I was oh. just drinking them. <laughs> Well, oh, it's, that's how COVID-19 spreads. Yeah, that's how cirrhosis <laughs> spreads. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's why they shut down the bars. That's I've definitely had a few nights like that um, at a place called Coogan's in Boston because yeah, it's Coogan's. $1 bit. Uh, they Well, last time, Nothing's open everything was open. Right they were. Um, some places are closing down, like some mainstay places have closed down. I, I hope it that well actually maybe I I do hope it does because they have one dollar Bud Lights all day every day and that's a good thing yeah and that's why when <laughs> yeah wow. well you you know who showed me that place was LB and hey uh, <laughs> surprise he he brought me there and he was like one dollar all day every day I was like how come I've never heard about oh, this like, place he fucking cares when was the last time LB paid for a beer in town right right <laughs> seriously oh the dollar beers like what the fuck do you care <laughs> they're all free for you 90 dollar beers you're not paying for shit oh i'll be hey <laughs> your money's no good here <laughs> shit face. how do you think the guy got to where he is today right. oh man but i just drinks i kept i kept going back there and then one night um laura actually she'll probably kill me for telling this but she was she doesn't it, watch the show she doesn't so i'm safe but she she was in she was in like josh dolan con condition and she, <laughs> we we had to me and tony was there and we had to carry her back to the uh the td garden and wow luckily we took the train from air so air that's what i miss about living in a town with the mbta is just being able to be like you know what i'm just gonna go into town i don't have to worry about anything but you know yep. it's I miss just, you know, going to a bar. Having yes. the option. You know what? I know there's people that have suffered a great deal during this pandemic, and I'm not trying to diminish that in any way, but one of the little things mm -hmm. that I miss is going to a bar and just sitting there 
right at the bar, maybe talking to the bartender, maybe watching a game on the TV, you know. What was the place around the corner from AAF that you and I went, Mike, the Irish bar? Oh, the Irish Village. God, yeah. I hope they're still open with Liam. In Brighton. In Bright- it was like a random Mike yeah, finished. An Irish bar in Brighton. Go figure. <laughs> but that was a great that was a good little because that was great a great little spot. That was basically a watering hole. Totally. You remember what it looked like inside? Yeah. Oh, it was fucking nothing. great. It looked like nothing. <laughs> no, but it was a bar. And the guy yeah. was fucking Irish. And the, the picture that's on my phone when you call me is the that picture where I have a Guinness and you have a shot or whatever. And we're just fucking smiling and yeah. we're chilling out. It was yeah. like the middle of the afternoon. I think I was doing some sales bullshit. You'd finished your show. And I'm like, you want to? You're like, yeah. yes. That's a great. That's like just a great bar because it's oh. no bullshit. You go there to drink. And yes. Liam was the bartender, and that guy. Liam. Yeah, Liam was the bartender. That guy is fucking, you know, who knows Good Irish if he's name or not. Salt but of he was a earth. great fucking bartender, and you know, yeah, Irish Village, like that whole, what is that, Washington Street going yep. up to, to Brighton Center? Yeah, like I'm, the Irish Village. You had the what was it, the Corab, up there? Was that what? Now the Corab. There used to be there used to be a Boston Beer something or yeah, other, but it Boston closed. Beer Works in between those two. It was yeah. like you just work your way up. By the time you get to Brighton Center, and what was that place in the middle of Brighton Center there? Oh, the fuck. big Irish bar. I can't remember it. We did a Guinness night there one night, and we had a street teamer. Street teamer, the Guinness guy said, my guy didn't show up. Can you do me a favor? Can you put the Guinness pint thing on? You know, the right. pot. So it's a Guinness pint. It's got hands with the big white hands and gloves and stuff. And the street team guy was cool. He was like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. And he's walking around. And some guy walked up to him and punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> they punched him in the side of the, the pint glass, but it was basically <laughs> the face. He punched a pint of Guinness. It was, I wish I could remember this bar because it was crazy in there. Now, I, did he punch the costume because he thought Spaz was in it? or Maybe. I, I think he may have been drunk. I'm guessing. <laughs> no. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. It was one of those, like, you know, staring and not comprehending speaking of lb you've seen that right so like lb looks at you and he's like yeah he doesn't know who you are we're five minutes before you were having an in-depth conversation and then all of a sudden all of a sudden gets across that line where it's like there's nothing (laughs) left yeah so that's what this this guy was like wavering in front of him and he just punched him and we tried to jump on him the guy ran out of the bar but one of the bouncers caught him and like they turned him over to the cops and shit but um, jim's deli what was the name of that bar fuck can't think of the bar, but Jim's Deli in that Brighton's. Yeah, Jim's Deli. Oh, yeah, Jim's. That place a bunch is. Of times. That's a good place. That place was great. The last time I went there, though, oh. right before AF went off the air, I went there and got some kind of fucking sandwiches for me and Shu, and he mm. probably got an Italian. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how this fucking happened. But some dude rolled his car and he was stuck under it right out in front of Jim's Deli. What? Like I walked out and this dude's RAV4 just slammed on the roof. And I was like, I don't think you can go faster than five right here. What do you? Because <laughs> you're driving a fucking RAV4 matchbox car. But then, but that day, it was like right before AF went off the air, I had Jim's Deli subs and we were doing show prep. But I mean, so oh, many times. Like, tell me about this. Yeah. And I. Yeah. I realized how selfish of a person I am because I was holding the subs and then I saw that happen. I was like, wow, that was epic. And then I was like, oh shit, somebody was in there. They might be hurt. And like, I was like the only one that saw it. 
Josh, I was the right thing. I was the only one. Walk away. No, 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 no. You walked away and you brought me my fucking sandwich. No, but here's here's my thought process though. I was holding the sandwiches. I saw a homeless guy. I was like, I want to help, but I can't put these down because that guy might take the sandwiches. (laughs) And I was like, fuck this. I need to go see. Wow. I hope you're not dead. (laughs) No, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was just like sandwich and I fucking appreciate that man I learned so much about myself right then it was just like when I was holding the sandwiches I was like I can't put these down <laughs> li- that's literally it. Larry David would connect that's every single Seinfeld episode right? that's like, that's Seinfeld. <laughs> the four of them are the most selfish motherfuckers on the planet you didn't stop and help I had sandwiches no I had sandwiches. if I put these down he'll take them and Mike's shoe needs it I'm sorry you're dead I have to go <laughs> but I made the decision because I got guac that I wasn't putting it down and I went over and some construction dude started like pulling him out and then I helped him but with it's one fine. hand and just with one hand I was like you got it okay you, you, you got it with one hand what'd you do with one hand <laughs> nothing <laughs> I just tried to make myself feel better about the thoughts I just had. And then, you know, I, I just walked back to TD Bank because I always illegally parked there. I wasn't doing bank business, but it was oh, easy parking for Jim's Deli. Risk, man. <laughs> they got deals with like every towing company in town, every bank. But no, Jim's no, Deli is quick, so I knew I knew I could go in there and sprint back. Yeah, they, they fucking, they tip on those, man. Oh, oh God! I would I would I would park right in that fucking gym uh, in that uh, TD thing every every Saturday. I would do a show on oh, AM. You did too? Park there, <laughs> go over there, get a little Jim's Deli. How you doing? Oh, that place. I hope they're okay too. It's it, this is the fucked up thing you were talking, Mike, about the city. Like I'm not sure if you guys have you're in Worcester, so you're in a big city, but Boston is fucking deserted. It. I've been in there a number of times. Just like go. All I can do, and I'm sure all of us, you got either go for walks, go for some rides. Mike, you're out. You. Unfortunately, you fortunately get to go out and do some riding during the day. I drove into the city a couple of times. It's a fucking ghost town. It's a ghost town. There's a lot of construction, but there's yeah. no traffic. You talk about legendary bars closed. When you go down Canal Street, I told this to Josh a week yeah. or two ago. The shit's closed. The, the four is closed, right? Gone. Sullivan's oh, yeah, tap gone. Fucking the 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 harp is gone. The penalty box is still kind of open. Wait, There's Sullivan, nothing happening at the Sullivan TD Gardens. Closed. Yeah. I don't know if it's closed for good. I mean, Sullivan's Tap even in, in like 2019 looked closed, but it was wide open. Right? <laughs> right, yeah. I, mean, it's not I to love going right in now. there before games. That that was all cash bar. Shit's that all warped. Done. That's that? an institution. Yeah. It, it, that it, that Sully's Tap. I that one uh, and the. Uh, and oh, there's what's... a Sully's in, in Charlestown, too, which is fucking awesome. There's a bunch of shit just closed. I mean, obviously, we know this because we've been watching it. But when you physically go in and look and just go, this is some fucked up shit. And I get it. I under, kind of maybe or don't. I don't even know. That's a whole different conversation. But the shit's fucking closed. And then you go over to the garden. Shit, uh, not the garden, the uh, uh, family. All that shit closed. Um yeah. Eastern Standard, which is right there in Kenmore yep. Square, gone. Uh, fucking wow, like gone. Yeah, imagine, and that's the, you know that's that that's that ripple effect, right? You, know, you shut down a game, football, baseball, whatever, oh. hockey, you know, and then it's the ripple effect is well that team's not just affected, the vendors, the people that work in. Oh the yeah, 
the because park. like halftime pizza people. across from the garden was only open during events. Right. Yeah. yeah. Halftime like, pizza was the best, dude. The fucking beers. They're not closed were, forever, are they? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because that place rules. Yeah. The, you get a giant beer and a couple of giant slices. Holy and shit. And you're done. You yeah. go in, you, you have got two a foundation beers. for the show, you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. That's, no, I, that's what I did. Before I went to Tool, me and Carrie went in there and we got a couple of slices and a couple of giant beers. And fuck, we were, we had a good buzz going and we were like mellow because we had the pizzas. And I had too oh, many because I pulled my phone out and got thrown out. <clears throat> yeah, right. Every well, episode, you say you got thrown out of the garden well, how, for something. How are you supposed to know? You know, I don't I mean, know because I should have paid attention in life. Fucking all, the guy's been saying that for years. I don't know. To all the things they, they posted on the walls and the seat I know. and the I know. columns and what they were I announcing know. before the show. It's, it's I, hard to tell what they were trying to say. Yeah. I, and I mean, you you were only on the air with me and Shu when we were saying, and don't film anything. Yeah. They're asking for, and you, I think, repeated it on the air. I probably helped, <laughs> I probably helped promote it. How ironic is that? And yeah. I'm late and I run in. And the first thing I do, because... I don't know if you ever seen. I know you have Mike, but Tool is a fucking visual eyegasm. And I yeah. pulled the phone out. It's like and aliens. It's like aliens. Are probably aliens are landing during their show, and they're Jesus just covering. Them. But that's yeah. what. It's like, <laughs> you, know? you know what I learned? Don't pull out your phone. Oh yeah, but the like even where where was that live broadcast? Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like that. Play, that was I a mean, good show. that was a good show. I feel I feel bad for like all the people that like all the owners that are struggling or had to close. But like there's certain ones that for me, like hurt. like I have a big personal connection with the greatest bar. I know that's like a newer one, but like historically, like Sullivan's tap. I'm like, no, no, no. Greatest bar is still I mean, they're they're closed Closed, temporarily. Good, are they? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're not closed. uh, Do we know they're not closed forever? I mean, I. I I haven't heard any news about that, but I know that last time I talked to them, they said that they were just closing because it was costing more to just be open. Right. Like to right. With the restrictions. It was yeah. more money. Was, yeah. The and then all those people are stuff, you know, they're, they're paying for the lights. Yeah. And so, yeah. but yeah, so they closed I temporarily, know been, but you know, and I know people have died. Yeah. You know, hundreds of thousands of people have died. Yeah. Yep. And so it's bitching about your favorite bar not being open is, is, you know, no, but it's, it's not just bitching it's, about it's, going to a bar. It's you're you're supporting an economic thing. Right. You know, I, show Lucia, that. <clears throat> again, we don't go to inside restaurants right now. We choose not to, we've been to very select situations, but when we go and we do take out, we double down on the tip. It's the least I think I can do. Yeah, I don't right. fucking know. Yeah. It's like, if my tab's 50 bucks, I'm giving you 50 bucks. Yeah, and because in a small way, you're trying to just... Something. Yeah. Something. Because I mean, you would have been would, going there more and probably spent way more in tips anyway, so... Right. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Some of the restaurants that are walking distance from our house, I mean, we would go there and, and spend money and, and tip well. It's But it's like, now I'm getting takeout. You're like scrambling in and scrambling out. We got takeout tonight. It was great. Nice steak dinner, but it's all in takeout. I mean, the, the tab was 50 bucks or whatever. I gave her 50 bucks. And she's like, you don't have to. I'm like, stop it. Because it's like, like, even like when I was on the phone with you earlier, you were talking about when you were a kid going into some of these places and like, there's, there's places that it's like, I keep thinking like, well, once coronavirus is over, everything will go back to normal. But like in my head, I keep thinking like, well, once we're back on AF, but that's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> and then like things like 
go into a game. I'll never be able to go into the fours before a game. Like, and then like it, especially like historical places, like if Sullivan's tap closed, like I don't go in there that much, but I love walking in there and just being transferred into when Sylvester Stallone was naturally ripped. Like you walk in there and it's the fucking Ford administration. I mean, it's, (laughs) and it's, it's been around since like the, it's been around since like the, 20s it used to be owned by um a former heavyweight champion um i think it was like bare knuckle heavyweight champion named jack sharkey and old jack sharkey jack sharkey had a glass eye (laughs) (laughs) seriously those old-time fighters they always had some sort of like oh jack sharkey had a glass eye nobody knew about it (laughs) turkish glass blower make it right hook right he took a dagger in the eye from a turk during the great war that's such a 1930s name, too. Jack Sharkey. Jack Sharkey. <laughs> they called him that's, Shark Tooth. That's definitely what's going to be uh, not, I mean, just missed. I mean, fuck that. that Sully's was a great spot. And there's so many of them everywhere. And you're exactly right, Mike, though. People have died, no question. But so much is fucking dying. That's the yeah. fucking thing. Right. Yeah, people are dying, but, but people are also suffering economically because what the pandemic is doing. You know, and it's, you know, it's, it's hurting not just people's jobs, their lives, their homes, their families. Uh, I will say we have breaking the ice masks. We wow, do that. Nice and fitted. There it is. Also, I mailed you guys stickers. Also, there yeah, a bunch of stickers just went out today because I found a huge stack of um, old AF bumper stickers. And I was like, well, I, I bet some people would want these. So I put it on Instagram and I was thinking like maybe five, 10 people. I, I mailed out close to 70 stickers from the podcast and wow. um, old AF stickers. So if you still want some, DM me your address. I'll send you some. Right. Did you send me a bunch? Because I'll put those everywhere. I did. And I know you will. And yes, I did. That's what got us in trouble at all the venues. People putting those everywhere. <laughs> That's why we couldn't hand out stickers at the garden or down at the tweeter center or at the DCU center. You can't hand those out because they stick them fucking everywhere. Good. Isn't that the point of them? (laughs) Oh, that was always a radio station. I'm thinking, yeah, that's great. But, you know. That was always a radio station thing because you'd hand out tons of them and and every fucking dickhole that listened to the station would just say and go smear it on the bathroom wall. And the Mm -hmm. venues would be like, every time you come here, there's 46 stickers on the wall. Well, what the fuck? No shit. We gave him out. <laughs> well, last episode, I, th- I think we found out that ZLX was probably asked to not hand out kazoos again. Well, I wanted to share one of my uh, multiple there's always, I was, I meant goodbye it, but I'm just going to take a picture at Tool, throw a kazoo. I, I mean, you get listen, kicked out for dumb stuff. <laughs> I don't go in with it's nothing the wrong cool. intentions. I get thrown out for the probably <laughs> the right reasons. <laughs> it's never fighting. <laughs> it was National Kazoo Day last week, Josh. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, wow, I do. Yes. That was like one of our best shows. We played Tool on two kazoos. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We had people try and guess. I don't know if people could get it or not. Horrible. We blew out the paper in the kazoos doing those two. Oh, yeah. After a while, it, was like, it sounds like shit. Oh, the, the paper's broken. A, a couple months ago, my wife found, found the... Uh, like stuff i just saved every like when we were leaving af i just saved everything that we saved in that back office mm-hmm. and she was like can i throw this broken kazoo out and i was like no <laughs> no and she was like how about this uh poop like a champion box i was like absolutely oh, not you I did. Poop like a champion yes that you know what that's you know what 
instead of spending 12 bucks on a box of cereal, just get Raisin Bran. It works just as good. I wasn't impressed with poop. <laughs> Coffee always works for me. You know, I pooped like some kind of amateur curler. You know, it just wasn't, it wasn't spectacular. One cup of coffee, gone. Oh, see, I drink five cups every morning, and that doesn't even affect me anymore, you know. Ooh, I just got, did you guys all get your Wolfpack coffee? I did, I yes. Drinking. That's what I drink every morning. Five cups of it, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much goes in my, my Ninja coffee pot, but I drink two of those. I got a hold of Matt. Matt was, uh, Matt's been doing his thing, and I was, we were running low on coffee. I don't like to badger the guy, but, you know, Wolfpack coffee is a sponsor, and I said, hey, can you, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll send it. Next thing you know, bam, we got three more bags of your coffee. Do they have t-shirts and shit yet? They do. Yeah. yeah. If you go to Wolfpack, I think Wolfpack. Instead of coffee one month or something like that. Wolfpackusa.com, I believe is, or Wolfpack USA is their, is their uh, social, but let's, we'll look at that. We should get some, we should get some merch. Look, I'm still wearing fucking AAF shit. Let's yeah, go. Oh my God. You know, that station's not around anymore. Hey, 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 it, it was a year ago. Keep that Almost. in good condition. It will be worth something someday. Twenty uh, first, I think it was, right? Uh, was that when we found out, or when it went off the air? That's when, that was the last show. That's oh, when we okay. plug. Because I know that it was supposed to change, like March second or March fourth or something. Well, March first was supposed to be the new flip over to all the work that 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 Mike and Carrie and Joe and everybody were doing, and it's like they set it up and then you sold it. Yeah. Didn't even want to give it a chance. Hey, at least we got the promo pictures that never got used out of That's it. right, huh? <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. you were gonna be doing overnights, Dolan. I know. I still like for four dollars uh, a year, too. Oh, I know. I was ready to ink that deal. I'd pay four dollars a year. Yeah. Something <laughs> wrong with that. I was I was always telling Josh because as long as you and I have been doing this, Mike, I was like, I think I think it's awesome. I think you do it, but you literally will make four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It will be four bucks <laughs> and everyone in your life will never understand like i i have people from high school yeah, that are still like the they're like oh you're probably morning. doing pretty well huh and i'm like no i know right yeah oh. people hear you on the radio like oh you're a millionaire it's like no well, the last person well there's still a few the guy at right. dunks oh, makes okay. more than me right yeah no shit i remember back in the day in the fucking paper they used to they used to fucking talk about charles lockwadera and ken shelton and all them and and they, well, they were, were talking tons of money yeah ken, and ken shelton back in the fucking 80s doing middays on bcm was making a quarter of a million dollars yeah so here i am as if like this is i wanted to fucking be in radio from day one a shocking couldn't shut the fuck up b <laughs> boom and, and c d e f g but i remember like looking at that going and the guys on bcm make that kind of money i mean that was the midday guy so lockwadera was making fucking a million bucks and oh, yeah. all that mm -hmm. shit and i'm like that yeah. shit's that, and, and I was excited for you because Josh was like, "Dude, they're gonna have me do overnight." So I'm like, "Dude, money, not actual money, but money that you'll get to do it." But, but you I, I, I didn't care about get. I obviously didn't get into it for the money. I didn't get into it being None like, I hope did. one day. I know, but like, I wasn't think. I know some people that did get into it. They lasted like six months, but like, <laughs> like as long as I can pay my bills and save a yeah. little money doing this, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest that's of my life. How, dude, that's how we've all, Mike. If that doesn't sound exactly how we were, I was paid thirteen thousand dollars to start my first job in radio. But to me, I'm like. I'll make it work. This is back in like 91. It's like, I'll make it work. And then I had another job and I piecemealed it together because I was the guy on the radio. It was the mo it was, it was that for a drug addict, that was the drug. <laughs> for a drug addict. And I never made, um, 
$250,000, Ken Shelton. Yeah. I made $13,000. Right. My first paying radio job part-time, I was making three twenty-five an hour. That was minimum, <laughs> right. hey, that was minimum wage on the radio. in 19, 1989. Yeah, I was on the radio in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Hey, um, hey, but hey. I was on the radio getting paid for it. So, And then my first full-time job was and this was a, this was a gift because i wasn't on the air full time but they wanted to kind of retain me um but it was eighteen thousand dollars a year they and they i was mom. i was a swing guy which is the <laughs> like the guy that they um yeah it sounds pretty sexy right? <laughs> do you have um, a purple door too yeah that's right, swing. yeah you know what i'm saying um but swing guys like you know the guy the first guy on the list if they call for a fill-in fill or, in. yeah yeah stuff like that so you know, they were like, "Hey," I was like, "You know what? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for another job, so I might not be available for some times." And my boss was like, "Oh, really?" And then he goes, "Hold on a second. And then he went and he talked to the uh, the general manager. He came back. He goes, "Look, we'll pay you 18 grand. You know, you just you just work for us. We'll find you some stuff to do." I'm like, "Okay, sure." And right. then I walked out of there. I was like, eighteen thousand dollars! Holy shit! <laughs> I would have taken really? two. I better get a bank account. You know? <laughs> Holy fuck! Really? I, did. I didn't have a bank account. I was such a fuck up. And I had to go to our HR person. I'm like, so she's like trying to explain like medical benefits to me. I'm like, so what does this mean? Like when I'm sick and I have to go see the doctor? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Just show her. Just show them this card, and then they'll take care of the rest. I'm like, okay. And then I was like. Um, should I get like a checking account? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like, she was so thank God she was there. Cause she just like set me up for life. She's like, Here's a, this is what a 401k does. Put your money here. Forget about it. Here's a checking account. This is how you fill out a fucking check. You dumbass. You know, <laughs> you know and I, it's not like I was fucking super. I was 22. I should have known how to do that right. stuff, but nah, I was fucking, really. yeah. I just learned about all that stuff. Like last year. I was just, like at 27. You got to start start thinking about, you know, those, the, what are they called? Isaiah, I don't know if you know, what what are those funds called that you start putting it in before your child is born? Oh, uh, oh fuck. I don't have kids. Yeah, but there's a special number. <laughs> like that. No, I got one, but it's like, and I can't remember. That's how fucking stupid I am. No. It's, like, it's, it's like, it's a fund. You should look into this, Josh. It's a fund that you start and it's like non-taxable. It's like a 401k. But you just kept keep putting money in there, and it builds. Yeah, I didn't even know that builds up interest, and then like you have to have conversations. Actually, he needs to make money before he has conversations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, get a no, job. This is this is just why. Did you're from Pennsylvania? This is kind of switch. I I was just thinking about how frustrated I was this and you week. You just go a hard just... segue to something else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I was just when when you said you need to make money, I would just I had a flashback to a bunch of yeah a bunch of freakouts that I had this week, just being frustrated with certain situations, and then I just had a picture of everything being on fire, which reminded me of this this news story I saw today. That meme, that fucking dog sitting in a burning room, going, "This is fine." Yes, that (laughs) where I'm like, I'm used to this. He's not saying it's fine. He's going, "The room is burning." No, I think I think I'm catching a little bit of pregnancy symptoms from my wife too, because I'm just I'm freaking out randomly, and I'm like that. Usually, I would I would be like I don't sweat the s- small stuff, but now I'm like I don't have fucking time for games. Everyone, just shut the fuck up and move. Oh, you're becoming an adult. Oh <laughs> my god, 
it sucks, just, but you know, it has to happen with that kid just, coming along. You got to start it. Oh, speaking of kids, hi, baby. How are you? Hi. Did you bring me chicken? No, but I brought you some chocolate. Oh, I got chocolate. Put oh. your, have her sit down and talk to us. Oh, God. Here, can okay. you? Can sit you down. Sit, get up. We're done with you. Fuck off. <laughs> Give her the headphones so she can hear us oh on stuff. Oh, God. You, geez. I don't oh. weigh that much. You are very. Hello, sunshine. Dense. Can you hear Isaiah? Yes, I okay. could hear. Him. Hi. I know you can hear Isaiah even when he's not on a microphone. Right? Yeah, the volume's at one. You, you can hear him. You hear things? Yes. Okay. How are you? I'm great. Are you making your father insane? Because I'll pay you to do that. No, no, no. no. She's actually, she's actually very. She's been pretty mellow. I'm very surprised. That means. <laughs> that means okay. Like, What's that wrong? That means the serious shit's gonna come down when she moves out. And then <laughs> I'm thinking of moving out already? No, well, yeah, as soon as she's 18, I'm kicking her out in the street. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's soon, huh? When I'm gone for a week at my grandmother's. No. Right, right. He sends you to Pennsylvania for a week. That's not moving out, Mike. I don't, you know, I'm kind of mad at her right now because usually she brings chicken from her job. And uh, oh. what's your job? There was no chicken left. Oh, oh, you were busy they're, tonight. But they're having um, Super Bowl chicken wings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, how are, how are Super Bowl chicken wings different than regular ones? They're more expensive. They're called Super Bowl chicken wings. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all marketing. <laughs> Where do you work, Bob? Uh, BT's Fried Chicken Smokehouse. Ooh, how's that? It's... Eh. Yeah. You're like, eh. well, it's like... <laughs> You love cheeseburgers. You get a job at McDonald's. The last thing you want is a cheeseburger, right? Well, she comes home she, and I'm like, "Hey, let's get some fried chicken." She's like, "I've had enough." Really? Because <laughs> yeah, you know, she works with it all day. But the place is five minutes up the street. When the wind's blowing the right way, it triggers me. I got to go down there and spend like fifty bucks on fried chicken and, and ribs. And you should tip fifty dollars. We talked about this. I right. tip well over there. I give the full on twenty percent. Does he tip well? How do you know? I pay for everything. <laughs> Yeah, and I prepare your food. Oh! Yeah. Don't. Don't. This is a podcast in and of itself. The shoes. I know, right? I should do, yeah. One <laughs> shoe in front of the other. Yes! Exactly! <laughs> All right, you're heavy. You're heavy. I'm you gotta get heavy. off my leg. Wow, did you just call your kid fat? That's awful. No, nope. she's not fat. She's just dense. <laughs> what? Oh. And Jesus Christ, first of all, when she sat down, I thought it was your wife because you said, you literally said, here come tits. And I'm like, no, I didn't. You no, we didn't. Rewind the fucking tape. We don't have that technology. I didn't hear him say that. Did you, say that? you did. And I'm like, oh, that must be your wife. I'm like, oh my God, that's your fucking daughter. No, I did not say that. Okay. I we're going to go to instant replay here. And you're corrected wrong. Isaiah. Okay. <laughs> corrected wrong. I don't or, know. What or or let's so. make a version real quick that you say I'm corrected right. Go. I don't think you were. <laughs> Dude, he did. He did. I thought his wife was sitting down. I'm like, oh, that that's your daughter. Fuck. I did not say that. No, we okay. were talking about a dog with fire, and then she came in. Because she brought him chocolate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how he gets served. It's like, I just want to see grapes go over one time. Like, Michael, would you like grapes? <laughs> but instead it's a it's a boot with chocolate so that's right <laughs> dude right or so what is is that place like a there's a place i just found and i noticed it because there's always a line it's like it's like it's a chicken place over in fucking salem i haven't 
been in yet, but there's just a fucking line all day long. Well, fried chicken and fried chicken sandwiches, fried chicken sandwiches specifically. And we learned this, Josh, remember we talked to Morgan Spurlock? Yes. And he made us, he did supersize me. And then um, he made supersize me too about starting his own chicken place because the fried chicken sandwich has overtaken the cheeseburger as America's favorite sandwich. And oh, we're in the middle of the chicken sandwich war chicken. too with uh, Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. It was like Popeyes and Chick-fil-A and then Burger King got involved. And- Chick-fil-A. That, that was our big issue back then. Yeah. Chick- Chick-fil-A <laughs> makes the chicken- best sandwich. Fried chicken sandwich wars were our big issue before the pandemic, <laughs> right? Well, what the fuck else are we supposed to talk about? Yeah. It's like it's like watching the news after the election. It's kind of funny because there was all this blah, blah, blah. And now people are like back to like, here's a nice human interest story. I'm like, what the fuck? America loves its fried chicken sandwich. I mean. I need more beer. Um, I think it was Morgan Spurlock said there are 300 chickens consumed every second. I thought it was something. I thought it was like something like in the thousands, like three thousand. No, every three hundred. Well, three hundred a second, Josh. Here, hold on a second. That's fifteen hundred chickens. That's okay, yeah, that, that, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, right? Being consumed, the whole chicken. You know, oh, America man. loves their chicken, so you know. And then BTs in Worcester, I don't know what they do with their fried chicken, but it's it's perfect. There's so many places and and I'm I'm jealous because out here which is an amazing um food place but I mean we have like three non-chain like BTs like if you go to a place like that it's obviously privately owned it's not a big chain and it or I don't think it is and no. like the food at those places are so much better we have a place that's walking distance from here and I've been going to them through the entire pandemic and they make amazing food and it's called basil's and i i think you got to try their italian sub i haven't had it i wouldn't know a good italian sub if i had one but i know good pizza and they just came out with actually it's not out yet but they've been giving it to me um it's it's a jalapeno popper pizza oh my god it's jalapenos bacon and the sauce is cream cheese oh my god really it's amazing is that baby Hi, baby. Hi, baby. There she is. What kind of dog is that? She's a Catahoula mix. Did you get her from a shelter? Yep. Very. We got her from uh, um, no no mutts left behind. Hello, baby. She's beautiful. She is. She's a doll. Now, was baby her her, uh, shelter name? Yeah. Oh, you kept it. Yeah. Good. Well, you know, it's... It gets confusing. Poor dog. You know, it's been, she's been to like a couple of homes. Let's also, just start it's, calling it's, Mike. Let's just start calling Mike Jason and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Guys, I'm thinking of changing my name to Dennis. Um, <laughs> hey, De- it's Dennis and Jason and Isaiah. Hey, good to see you. But all, all my pets, all their shelter names were awful. Like one of our cats was Meadowlark. We're not keeping that. Oh my Meadowlark. I feel it like that's no matter what a cat's name is because they never listen to you anyway. Hey, like my hey, dog Puddle's name was Gidget. I'm not calling a dog Gidget. Cats don't give a fuck. Hey, I I got two COVID cats. That's what I'm calling. You have a COVID dog. Yeah, she doesn't have COVID baby. I have a COVID. Well, they don't, they don't have it. Have it, but it happened during this time. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Cheddar and Speedy are fucking rock stars. 
Dan and, and full credit to Danielle. My wife and I actually just gave her, uh, was it blues bridge? Is that Danielle's? Um, yep. Yeah. That's her foundation. We, yeah. We gave her another 500 bucks a couple of weeks ago, just yeah. because you know what we were sitting up again, it's almost like the tipping thing. We're sitting upstairs where these cats are, they're fucking just awesome. They're so well behaved and just, they're just nice. And it's like, she, she did that. She took them for a month and made them that because they were, you know, they were stray. They could have gone, they could have been feral cats. They could have gone fucking totally south. And she took the time. And when we when, when I sent her that 500 bucks, she's funny. She's like, she's like, Oh my God, thanks so much. I just had a $4,500 vet bill because she's constantly nurturing yeah. and taking care of animals. Yeah. She's a foster and not oh. just dogs, but all animals. She fosters bridge. Go, go. If, if anyone watching the show has anything to do with animals, Blues Bridge is Danielle Murr, our, our dear friend, worked with us for years on WAF, works with Greg now on EEI. Blues Bridge on social um, is, uh, is it's a really it's a really good thing. I mean, it, these cats fucking, it's funny. And Josh, you know, because you've had animals around you all day. They get used to you, right? So whatever you do, now Lenny's always clicking, clacking, driving you crazy. Me and him but, butt heads all the time. Right, because because every time I talk to Josh, would do you could hear his little toenails going across the hardwood floor. But these cats have gotten to a point where you know wind blowing will freak them out. But if I'm watching like a football game and yelling and screaming, they're like, eh, "That's what Dad does." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what. Well, so I guess that's with that. Yeah, that's like what Shu was saying. Like my my crazy stuff is the baby's already getting used to it. And like when he's barking, like, I'm like, how is this going to work when the baby's alive? Like constantly, but she's already getting used to the barking because like I've done podcasts at Corinne's house and she's like screaming at me on the podcast while her baby's napping. And I'm like, how did that not wake her up? She's like, well, because I screamed the whole time I was pregnant. So I'm (laughs) like, oh, (laughs) because my screaming is very soothing to the children. So I just, I hope, I, I mean, she's pretty far along now. It, the baby's going to be born in like two months or something. And so I just don't want my baby. May 16th. Yes. I mean. That's my birthday. Bam. Are we, are we, um, oh, are we buying squares? Let's do it. Let's do a pool. Oh, right should now. we do that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. When did the doctor say it was due? 26th. May, May 25th. May 25th? Yes. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Girl. It's a girl. It's a girl? He's not naming her Clarice because that's weird from that weird show. Now, my my wife was due on uh, July fourth because she's a good American, and oh, she, she came she came early though um, on June twentieth, and then I she she's an early riser. She's an, a morning person. I like to sleep in. I was way past my due date, so I just I stayed in the oven a little longer. So if she's early. That means she's going to be more like Laura, I think. But if she Thanks. sleeps in, Thanks. unfortunately, she'll, I think, take after me. <laughs> well, that's if, if you have a natural childbirth. Is that what you're planning? Yes, but she's also being uh, a little... She's difficult with the uh, ultrasound text, so we're like, watch. She's probably not going to... She's Your, wife, breach... is... Your no, wife is difficult? No, the baby. Like, the, oh, baby, the baby is yeah, always okay. the... like she. She like kicks the the ultrasound thing and like tries to move out of the way. They're like, we need the spine. We've had three appointments when it's supposed to take one to get a picture of her spine, but they can't do it. So she's gonna. She sounds like you. She's fucking Adderall. I know. Oh boy. I don't want her to be like me. You're a fucking spaz. Don't fuck this kid up, dude. Genetic man, you know. Defiant in Gaelic is Dolan. So. 
Ah. <laughs> and there's the sniff. Condom boys always go. How much did how many times did Josh sniff during the podcast? Oh my god. He hasn't done it a lot tonight, but he he does do that. I did notice it once earlier because it was an aggressive one and it affected my throat a little bit. I was like, oh, that's what Luke is talking about. Which is gonna fuck you up, Red. <laughs> I was I was leaving town the other day, heading, and you know what I saw? Treat street. Oh, no, no, I'm not just saying the word. I swear to God is my witness. And ready? Literally four or five streets later, Lucia Street. So we're like, we're supposed to be here because there's fucking my wife's name on a street sign. And then Treat Street? What the fuck? Dude, Mike, I need to find Rush Street in this town and I'm never leaving. What, Josh, what if you all of a sudden became friends with the actor Treat Williams? Is that a person? Yeah. Or what if you had an opportunity to buy a house on Treat Street? Oh, the universe would do that. It would be like a huge house for a really good deal in our price yeah. range. And I'd be like, okay, let's. That's go. why when I saw it, I, I, I have to pull over next time and take the picture and be like, this is a nice town. This would be a great place for the Dolans to raise their daughter on Treat Street. But then I could never get delivery because I'm, I can't say the address. <laughs> have, you know, my have, wife called have, last have time, same address. <laughs> Treat Street. You come to, I live at 69. <laughs> Fuck. 69 treats. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of this podcast, I did start, and I'll ask you again, Mike, how are things going at Pike? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, things are going great. You know, I'm still on just a couple hours a night, having a good time. Uh, what's been great is I've been able to get into the studio and actually do the show. Like, I've oh, been good. doing some of it. But now they're kind of lightening up a little bit on the COVID thing. So I've been getting in there and, and actually doing it and taking calls. And that's a lot of fun. So, that's yeah, awesome. things are going great, you know. So and, when and, do we uh, come on the show? Um, never, ever, wow. at all. No. Hey, he, he, he played some of the podcast on his show. I did. I actually week. took audio from the podcast. I took uh, uh, Andrew Raycroft audio from the podcast. So you're promoting Breaking the Ice. Every night. Can't... Every night I promote this podcast. Thank you. And Thank I think you. we've got, what, two more listeners from it? That's good. Great. That's good. Because that means you have at least two people listening to you. I know, that. right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, <laughs> at least two people listening. Because one, it sounds, it sounds depressing. But when you say two, it's a little less depressing. Well, one, one means that Chloe leaves it on. So it's no, kind one of means it's my mother listening on Alexa in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's what that is. That's what the one is. But two, you know, it's probably one of my aunts. So. But I talked, I talked to our friend, our mutual friend, Mikey Adams. He does He does afternoon drive. Yeah, he does afternoons. He's on right before me. Yeah. He's doing great. He said the ratings are really good. The station's doing really yeah. well. The ratings, you know what helps? The ratings you know what are helps? really well. I was, I was very surprised. <laughs> right. But you know, you know what helps with a station like Pike? Why it's doing well? Because fucking WAF's off the air. Well, yeah. And they've, they've, you know what? They've changed the music a little bit. They, I was going to say, it's been hits. sounding a little bit like AF. I wonder. Uh... Well, they're, they're leaning, you know, they got rid of the classic hits thing. So they're not playing, you know, as much as. Like, What's the moniker now? It's just, it's just, uh, it's like the world, they're leaning classic rock, but it's just, you know. Uh, it's, Pike FM. It's 100 FM, the Pike, but yeah. it's 100 FM, the Pike rocks or rocks Worcester. 
because there's I it's the only station I I, li- I never heard it in, until you were on and I was like oh let's see what this station now it's the it's the only station to listen to really there's none of the other stations I really like anymore um so well they're, they're can, trying to yeah they you know they're they've changed the music I don't want to I don't want to say that they're trying to do what WAF did because yeah, but why, but why no, because you, you're because playing acdc crap. songs that i've never heard on the air before yeah, like they've, they've loosened up the stuff you know they've loosened up the format and they're playing they're more straight ahead rock now good and um and it's not that you're it, trying to be aaf but when yeah. aaf's gone because it fucking is you can pick up some of that scrap yeah no yeah and sure of course they're trying to do that you know and that's why they're playing new stuff at night you know they're playing like new foo fighters which is that new foo fighters album is awesome by the way i listened to it on the way home i have and, not uh, heard that is it good i love the it's foo really fighters. good yeah i didn't even know it came out you know and it's, i'm a huge foo fighters fan it's really different all right it's not it's kind of i i want to say it's light but okay. it's not light in sound. It's light in like I don't know. It's just got a lightness to it. That's the well. The last album was a little heavy. When you say light, they're a hard like not hardcore, but they're 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 like a. Well, the, the you know they they're a hard rock band, but they they do more than that. I mean, they've always sure. been. Their songs like, typically energize you. This isn't like one yeah, of those they're, like they're high energy songs. And there's a lot of that. This album's very like. And Dave Grohl said he wanted to make a party album, and this this. I can see like that. That's what this is. A lot of the songs are danceable, but they're not like dancey. Oh, like, okay. Electronic. They're not like disco. They're just kind of funky. It's like so good, did, it's like feel good music. It, it it is. Even though the some of the lyrical content isn't exactly feel good, but the the tone of the whole album is kind of light, as yeah. in like. When did the album drop? There's a lot of new wave kind of, eighties new wave kind of thing going on i think i think i would like that because when you first said it was light i was like please don't like i love the foo fighters but just don't i just don't want it to be like the chili peppers when they had the i'm with you album i hate no 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 this is no this is like they they kind of play around with different styles of music like they do on every album but it's and then you know it's not it's not their best though. And I don't want to be negative about it, but it's like, it's, I don't think it's as good as say wasting light or, you know, the, the color and the shape, you but know, I, I thought about that with wasting light too. I was like, this album kind of sucks, but then after time, it kind of like grew on me. Now I kind of, I really like it. Foo Fighters album. Wasting light is my favorite Foo Fighters album. Really? Yeah, that's their, that's their best. Don't sniff at it. Yeah. Right. What the fuck? Hey, Sniffy Magoo. Wasting light, nothing to sniff at, Josh. Stop sniffing. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's so it's available now. You know, streaming. I was say, when is it out now? Yeah, it's called Medicine at Midnight, and it's um it's really good. But there's some stuff on there that to me it's kind of rehashed or it sounds a little, I don't know, filler. Like they used their 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 old template or something. Like they're like, well, we need uh, two more for yeah, the label. Stuff that I thought was pretty predictable, only for the fact that I kind of predicted it while I was listening to it. Like they, uh, if you know the Foo Fighters so well, and you hear something, and it's like, oh, he's probably going to do this like whoa thing there, and and he did. Oh, okay. You know, so it's like a comedian you, where you know he's going to say, and it was my mother, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I knew he was going. to, That's his that's thing. So, but still, there's like there's a song on there called "Holding Poison," which is really really good, and you can tell that they're trying to, you know, there's some Motorhead on there, there's some David Bowie on there. I, there's some like the first song to me sounds like like Joe Walsh. Really? 
Yeah, it has a Joe Walsh feel to What's it. What's the album called? It's called Medicine at Midnight. I'm going to listen to that. Album. Just type in new Foo Fighters, Isaiah. You'll find it. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking Apple Music, you fucking bitch. Now, I of, did... uh, hey, speaking of comedians, um, and I only watched this for the first time the other night, is the, um, the Aristocrats documentary. Have you seen that, Josh? No. Have you seen that, Isaiah? No. So there's this famous joke that all comedians should know, and this is probably why you're not very successful at it, Josh, because you don't know it, I guess. Oh, uh, but <laughs> it's this joke called the aristocrats and it starts with um, a guy goes into a talent agent's office to pitch him his family's act. And then the end goes, um, and what's, Oh my God, that sounds crazy. What's the name of your act? The aristocrats. So those are the only two things you need to know. And in between, it's totally up to you to describe what their act is. And everybody's in it. Like, George Carlin's in it, Phyllis Diller's in it, you know, all these classic Stephen Wright's in it though, and Robin Williams. This was made years ago. It was made a long time ago. I think it got either an Oscar or a Golden Globe um, for best documentary. But What's it's it all called? about the, the aristocrats. And it's all about this one joke that all these comedians know and they describe how it came about and how they would tell it. And then what it what you can tell about that comedian on how they tell it. So you it's know, like, like, Sarah, they, Sil they, like Sarah Silverman told it, and she totally made it awkward. She made it into. Oh, of course she did. You know who Joe Franklin is? He ran. He had a TV show from out of New York, and the he was like this famous like local New York TV variety act guy, and she like he's had everybody famous on there before they were famous, and it, she she started telling it, and it ended up with like Joe Franklin raped me. You know, oh, just, oh, I knew it would be Sarah something like Silverman, that. you know, making you feel awkward, you know, but then, you know, then they have, they showed Gilbert Gottfried telling it at the roast for Hugh Hefner. Oh man. And that was the one that was shortly after nine 11. So they were trying to figure out what, what could be funny, what they could joke about. And, and Gilbert Gottfried just went in there and started telling nine 11 jokes right away. So and these he, planes uh, came into the fuck. <laughs> started booing him and stuff so he just went into the aristocrats and then it was what was great was they were like watch all the comedians on stage with him watching him tell this and that's the thing it's like this in thing with comedians it's like a, a joke comics tell for other comics so it's like the the middle it's always a different middle the middle is entirely up to you like they were talking to george carlin and his middle was completely different from Sarah Silverman's. Yeah. Sarah Silverman's. It was just, and everyone tells it a different way. Like they had Billy Connolly on, you know, all these people were and describing it and in uh, like, Mar like, it's almost Mario like a Cantone. Do you know who he is? Who? He's in sex in the city. He's like the super gay comedian, but he does. This oh amazing. yes. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. So he yeah. does this amazing Judy Garland impression that he does. <laughs> Like at and his acts, he, he becomes Judy Garland. Like he's really, really good at it. It's really creepy. He told it as Judy Garland pitching a doped up Judy Garland pitching a uh, new stage production to some studio wow. head. Is this on Netflix? Um, where did I see? I saw it on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, oh, I got yeah. that too. So that and uh, and so it's just a really it's a great documentary, not only about this joke, but about how comedians feel about jokes it's super like dirty 
That's that's joke, hilarious because that's like said, the, everyone told it. The common things in the joke were um, uh, feces, cum, blood, uh, incest, and bestiality <laughs> were all included. That sounds time. like a good fucking documentary. Which one was it. George Carlin? <laughs> yeah, George Carlin. All of George them. Carlin really, I mean, it's like, and George Carlin was like, you know, I was just making that up as I go along. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a George Carlin never apologized for anything, and he apologized for the joke that one he told. You know, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. so you guys should check that out too. I don't even know why I brought that up. Oh, I de I definitely want to check because I love that. Uh, I love that uh, joke that Dave Chappelle does. That it sounds like it's kind of that like the same kind of like math problem of setting up a joke where he's like, I have this bowl of punchlines that I don't have jokes for yet. And he's like, sometimes I get bored and I just pull the punchline out. And he was like, and I'm going to tell one tonight. And it was kick her right in the pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he told this whole thing. And then you kind of forget that he started with the punchline and he ends it with, and then I kicked her right in the pussy. And you're like, Oh my. <laughs> Perfect. Dude, by the way, Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan are doing a show in Texas in Feb. Oh, oh is yeah. That Stubbs? Is that the Stubbs show in Austin? I think yeah, so. they've, they've been doing it. And then uh, Chappelle uh, got uh, COVID. So oh, they had to. Really? Yeah. Wait, hold on. I, I, ju I just saw that post today on Rogan's shit. Is it already done? Uh, well, they, they've been doing, I think, several shows in it. It's. Right. It, there was another one coming up on like like next week, which is why whatever. you going? Yes, let's go. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I need to get on a fucking plane and go somewhere soon. I'm starting I to know, go. I need to go somewhere, but I don't know if I want to get on a plane right now, even though it's <laughs> super cheap. You know, I'm just. I'm well, ready, we'll just we'll I'm just start off a metal tube or recirculated air, thirty two thousand feet. You know. Yeah, it's a whole nine dollars for a nip of vodka. No, you can't even have a nine dollar nap. There's no booze. There's no food. There's, you sit there like a fucking zombie with a mask on. You can't even bring your own food. I mean, I'll I'll fill my fucking pants with nips. That's, I don't give a shit. That's what I learned to do, and because the, they had to let you bring it on. If you bought it at the we airport did that they before had to COVID, <clears throat> like I don't want to pay nine bucks for a nip of Fireball. I can bring on. I know. That was a great thing. About Flying International is going to the duty free shop and paying like eight dollars for a fucking. Seven, gallon johnny walker you know <laughs> and then bringing it on the plane just putting a straw in it going this is an 18 hour flight. <laughs> me and johnny walker are gonna have a conversation if for you could hours. just bring me some peanuts that'd be right. great sunshine be awesome yeah. you know what's sad is i haven't been on a plane since i was old enough to drink and i'm turning 30 this year <laughs> holy jesus yeah wow. the last time last time i was on a plane was 2011 i was on a plane in february and um that's what Joe called me and said, uh, you probably don't have to come in this weekend because we sold WAF. <laughs> Literally, my wife and I were skiing. We're out in fucking Colorado. And I come down. I was telling Josh this earlier. Fucking phone didn't work at the top of the mountain. I come down and my phone's blowing up. And I'm like, is someone dead? Because it was that kind of aggressive text. Of everybody I knew. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then Joe called me like maybe an hour later and said, yeah, because he was probably working his way through the whole staff going... Yeah, so I know that you're coming back from vacation. I hope you have a great vacation. Um, we're probably not going to need you to come in on Saturday. I said, or what happened? For what happened? Your life. <laughs> right, right, right. Not just no, this Saturday. He was like Hans Gruber in Die Hard. Like, Mr. Nakatomi is not going to be joining us for the rest of his life. 
<laughs> That's what he said to me like, when, after you and him had a meeting. He came back without you, and I was just sitting behind the board. <laughs> All right, Josh, do the sports. <laughs> yeah. Josh, you're going to do the show for now. Not how this works. <laughs> you, you do the sports until Jesus takes over because that's going to happen soon. And now a year later, I have a kid coming in two months and I'm staring at one cold snap saying, should I tonight? And then stop or Dude, do I just. that was a fucking hour ago. Mike and I have had like nine. Yeah. Would you just drink one? And I know. a year later, I'm drinking five beers at once. <laughs> Out of a boot and we don't know where it came from. Things are going great. Yeah. But hey, there's a new Foo Fighters album. Yes. <laughs> there's a comedian. There's a comedian. Uh, I think it's Todd Barry. He has this great, uh, well, I shouldn't say great 9-11 joke, but that's kind of like his setup. Wow, he's, wow, like, he, he's, so like, he's like, he's like, hey, do you guys want to hear my favorite 9-11 story? And, he, really? <laughs> and then he goes into like this whole, like just the way he tells it, it's kind of like the, the kick to right in the pussy thing. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> where is he going with this? And he like started it with like, like when he hears the band name Wilco, he thinks of 9-11. And he oh. was like, he tells this whole story about like how he saw, he saw this guy covered in ash and he was like, and he was so in shock that he just said, Hey, the new Wilco album's out. <laughs> and he was like, what is wrong with you? What? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That's a bunch right there. Right. The best 9-11 um, joke I think was Louis CK and you know, all of this is bad because it's Louis C.K. and he masturbated <laughs> in front of women. Fuck is out. But he, um, he, I don't know what the exact joke was, but it, it it concerned him being able to snap one off in between the towers falling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I think I wow. remember that. Yeah, I, I don't know what the exact joke was, but he was like, I was able to get one out before the other tower fell but he was able to just switch it to make it like oh my god like that that is a hilarious joke. i was gonna say here's where we go to josh talking about hitler and we end the show <laughs> our spot thanks to our sponsors yes. garage doors plus uh thank you chris riggs and thanks to invoke media for maintaining our website the breaking the ice podcast.com where there are absolutely no 9-11 jokes or anybody masturbating. Oh, not, not yet until this episode goes I know, up. Right. And then uh, thank you very much to the uh, folks at uh, Wolfpack coffee owned by veterans run by veterans. And it's awesome coffee. I drink five cups of it every morning out of a container, almost as big as this boot, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's thermal. So it keeps it hot. <laughs> and then uh, thank you very much to a uh, Holliston Meadows pet resort. If yes. You leave your pet anywhere for any considerable amount of time. You might want to do it there because they're going to spoil them and they're probably not going to want to come back to your house. Exactly. And they're so exclusive. They only take pets. That's right. Yeah. They're, are they like, are they like Bushwood, the Bushwood <laughs> country club. Right. Just tell them you're Jewish. <laughs> I got to show that time. picture again. All right. Uh, yeah. So this I mean, is, this, this is what this is what our sponsors, sponsors pay for. For <laughs> are those IKEA lamps? No, they're they're Target. They're target? target. Um, Hold okay. on. I just want to be clear. Invoke Media, Garage Doors Plus, yeah. uh, Bridgewater State University, Wolfpack Coffee, and uh, and and oh, Holliston no. Meadows. This is what you pay for. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean.
I mean, look at all that shit. What can you do? The the that I mean, to be fair, <laughs> that that sign was from when me and Raycroft were doing it. That's why it's Bruins colors. You know, oh my God, G, which I'm assuming is to celebrate you're having a girl. Yes, that looks like two dildos. Oh, it does. Wow, it like that. Yeah, it does look like a double-ended That's, one. Kind of. Cool it's nice to see that you're using the edging tape. That's good. Is that a oh, fire? Yeah. Is that a sprinkler? But look, look at the different. Look at the different. Like he, he has a little bit of paint over here on the right. Little, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. No, yeah, I'm doing the edges first, so I can go wild in the middle. Oh, you have no. How idea. do you paint? No, Hold no, on. First of all, no, he's doing it right, but it's just it just looks like shit. That's all. I Isaiah <laughs> called me. He Facetimed me while I was painting. Okay, Were and I was I I I was talking about like. I forget what was it was like the tape wasn't sticking or something because I got like the cheap blue tape, but the frog tape, the green tape, I highly recommend it works well. Isaiah said he doesn't he's never painted anything before because nope. he can't be bothered. What? No, nope. <laughs> he was like, I hire people to do that. I for me. pay people a fence, a house, anything you've never painted. <laughs> he grew up in Marblehead. He he has workers that do that for him. Why? Look at this room. Look, I paint. I did this. This is it's so easy. <laughs> He's never done manual labor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done manual labor. I just can't paint. I'm not. I just. I, I can't. You can't paint. Okay, I'm not saying it's an easy job, Isaiah. Right. But if you can do this, and I know you do. <laughs> there you, you go. Paint. The muscle but memory just kicks in. Support the economy. Right and pay other people oh, okay okay all right i mean we just grew up in different towns that's <laughs> right it. exactly right collection natick i just want to make that clear <laughs> and the episode has almost finished the boot i, I no, didn't no, have mention, a... mention hitler mention hitler i mean hitler so, took over a few countries that had that boot but i, mean, I bet you hitler drank out of a boot that's a very popular german thing oh, he yes he, he well he drank out of a fry boot so i mean he drank men's fry boot? sneaker what the fry you boots that boot. the what a jack boot fry boot right no a fry boot is what the fucking eagles wear a jack boot <laughs> is what german soldiers wear <laughs> By the way, Messed Mike, it up. I love that the podcast is over and you finished five beers and good night. See you later. I gotta put this, I gotta try to put this on my foot. Oh, <laughs> Just don't wake up my wife. Yes. Oh. <laughs>